Money Sense is brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group, three-time recipient of the Better Business Bureau's Torch Award for business ethics and integrity. The Ellen Becker Investment Group is the only Wisconsin investment company to receive this prestigious award more than once by providing exceptional planning and extraordinary service each and every day. Go to ellenbecker.com. Listen to Money Sense Saturdays at 2 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker, founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellenbecker Investment Group. We're located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive. We're in that great big beautiful town bank building. We're also in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank building, and that's across the street from Winkies. Everybody knows where Winkies is. And we also have the opportunity to service our clients in Bonita Springs, Florida. If you would like to put a face with a voice, you can go to ellenbecker.com. Today is just a, another one of those uh, fun days that I get to um, talk with and interview friends of mine who have some really exciting things coming up in the near future. But you know, if you've been listening to the show, you know that I've been really talking a lot about retirement. And one of the things that I noticed as um, my daughter keeps telling me that I'm a failure at retirement, as you start, it's like when you go buy a red car, right? You, you all of a sudden see red cars everywhere. And so I've been looking at retirement, and so I'm watching all the retired people that I see and, and just kind of observing. And one of the things that I did observe is that so often as people are in retirement, they kind of lose their mojo. And I watch people as they're walking, and they walk as if they don't have anywhere to go. And one of the things that is really important to me, and I truly do want to walk as if I have a place to go, is interviewing some of the people that I know who have made those transitions, not necessarily always from retirement to, uh, from working to retirement, but they've changed careers. And so my guest today is Michael Drescher, and he has changed his career <laughs> and uh, has had these uh, roller coaster ride. And I have been, we've been friends for a long time, and I I've watched that roller coaster and so I said Mike will you come on and talk about it also I'm interviewing today Randy Bryant who is the president and CEO of 10 chimneys so we got some very exciting news about 10 chimneys we're going to share the things that we both experienced as we look at retirement and why am I doing this on a, on a money sense show because it's really important it's so I'm not going to say it's so easy to help you to save money and to create wealth but it's a little bit more difficult for me as a financial advisor to encourage you to how to spend that money and how to have fun. So, you know, I always say if you're going to save a lot of money and if you don't spend it, your kids are going to spend it. And trust me, they'll know what to spend it on. And so, Michael, welcome to the show. <clears throat> Thank you, Karen. That, that's really wise. I, I, I love that saying that they walk like they have nowhere to go. Yeah. And and it's it's sad, but I think it's just a matter of choices, right? So, you know, do they have those choices? And sometimes I think particularly folks that are um, kind of in a routine their whole life with their their career, that that's very hard to, to break out of. To, you know, it's kind of laid out and now you're in it. it it's the way it, it kind of happened with me. I, um, I was in media and entertainment and my brother and I were very fortunate in cable TV and we ramped up a, a large business we had hundreds of people, and we sold it uh, when I was 45 years old, and and we got the booty. We, you know, <laughs> we, we we got the boatload, and and 
and financially, and there's a this myth about once you have financial freedom, well, then you can live, and then you can love, and then you can be, and then you can be all these <laughs> things. And and you know what? That's it's it's interesting because it the money's great, but it honestly never felt like mine, you know. And it was, and that's a whole nother kind of spiritual thing. But but I I think I tried to you know go away for a little bit of time, but it just keeps calling you back. And and I think that's to be around people. I think that's the key, you know, to be around people that are engaged. So um, we can get a little more into that, but that's, it's so true. And and that's all it takes when you can, and everybody wants to be engaged, that's just it. People, what is it, they feel better when they're giving. And I think that's that's the real gift that, that, that you can give. Well, I've talked so often on the radio about Dr. Riley Moyes, who has a TED Talk, Four Stages of Retirement. And that's what I'd really like to learn from both of you today. That first one is that vacation. You got that booty and you went away for a while. (laughs) And all of a sudden, you know, yeah, I can get up in the morning, but there's nothing on my calendar. (laughs) And I don't have anything specific. And it's that feeling of being on vacation. Yes. Well, I can say this. Um, I walk with purpose. I'm nowhere near retirement. So. <laughs> so, uh, I like that. <laughs> I run 10 Chimneys Foundation, happy to be running it. And the, the one thing that I love about 10 Chimneys is that, you know, we have uh, programs about the art of living. And, it's, uh, and the store is called Design for Living. It's all about living your best life. And the one thing that the Lunts knew is that you have to have a life of passion, a life of purpose. And that purpose continues on beyond retirement. And um, so they did many things, and our programming reflects that. But I'm not going to take away from Mike. I'm going to take away back well, to I'm Mike. Gonna, I'm going to go right back to that because I have discovered, since Michael has gotten involved in 10 Chimneys, I have been talking to my friends, and a lot of people don't know about it. Unless you maybe are out in Lake Country. And so you talked about the Lunts, and, of course, that was it. It's out in Genesee Depot. It was Lynn Fontaine and Alfred Lunt. And why is it 10 chimneys? Give us some background. Let me give you some more. So (laughs) it's interesting (laughs) because um, many people locally do not know about 10 chimneys, but nationally they know about 10 chimneys. 10 chimneys has the preeminent program for theater actors with a minimum of 20 years of acting experience. So... um, uh, the major theaters around the country, they submit in three actors each year, and uh, we only select 10. Um, and then we pair them with the master uh, teacher, who's typically someone that's iconic. So in the past, it's been Olympia Dukakis, Felicia Rashad, uh, Alan Alda, David Hyde Pierce, Joel Gray, many others of that caliber. Um, but 10 Chimneys is the estate of Alfred Lunt and Len Fontan, who were the premier stage actors from the 20s to the 60s. And not only did they act, but they also invested in uh, um, in plays and new works. So most people think they made their money in acting. They actually made their money in investing in uh, new plays and new work. But the other thing that was so important about them is that they helped move the, the country, and this is surprising, but they helped move the country into things that we take for granted today. For example, the um, um, drinking wine. You know, back in the 50s and 60s, people had cocktails. They did not drink wine uh, for dinner or drink wine uh, in the social events. And so they helped um, advertise and move the country in that direction. But the other thing was that it was all about the art of living. 
The uh, Alfred was a quarter blue trained chef. Lynn was a major seamstress. The um, uh, dressed by the best designers, uh, but they truly lived their best life, and that's what we reflect at Ten Chimneys. What is Ten Chimneys like today? I mean, it's 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 not a museum. Yeah. It's I mean, explain it and how sure. wonderful. I mean, I've been through there so many times, and I marvel yeah. at the beauty of it, but the way it's laid out and the idea of some of the pictures of the people that have been there over time. Yeah. It's a little, little Genesee, Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, Ten Chimneys is about escapism because you're able to escape into that. You know, um, when you talk about people uh, walking um, almost as if they have a life of no purpose or, or basically just wandering, you're able to come back to that world of gentility and the world of graciousness um, and the world of purpose. Um, and so the programs today are all about, as I stated, the art of living. So for example, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you can take your tours up to the, the full estate, the main house, which was um, designed and expanded by Alfred, um, the studio uh, where they practice their lines, the cottage where it started out as a chicken coop, and they expanded um, <laughs> as their honeymoon palace, and then they moved into the main house. But the full grounds, and the one thing that um, I, that we really just reflect very heavily on the Lanza is that they were very giving. So they gave the town of Genesee um, 60 acres for a park. Um, they, um, during the Depression, they fed many townspeople and, and um, um, and uh, Ten Chimneys was actually developed during the Depression years. That's when a lot of the expansion took place. The first in-ground L-shaped pool in the state of Wisconsin was put in at Ten Chimneys. Most people don't know that because back in those days, people swam in rivers and lakes. They did not swim in swimming pools. That was a Hollywood thing. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, you know, you think about all these things. But, uh, again, our programming truly wants, uh, we truly reflect theater, or the art of living. That's amazing. Yeah. And ten chimneys is because there's ten chimneys. Um, there, there are <laughs> ten, ten chimneys. <laughs> yes. but, it, but, but I have to jump in. I'll tell you what. To your point, Karen, about it, nobody really knows about it, but yet outside of here, yes. it's really huge. Um, I've been very fortunate. You know, as you know, I've invested in a lot of theater. I have passion for theater, and uh, I've been part of a team that won a Tony for you know million dollar quartet. So I knew of. But I didn't know the depth, even me knowing that, until I was in, in a related business for Vibrant, I had the good fortune to be working with Oppenheimer Bank in New York. And not just Oppenheimer, but Oppenheimer Wall Street, Oppenheimer Big Boardroom, Oppenheimer Meet the Big Dude. And the big dude is um, a man by the name of Emmanuel Durand. And uh, he's a Frenchman. He's head of all global investment banking. and. We have this meeting about my company, but then he looks at me and he goes, so do you like Dieter? And I'm, you know, with this French <laughs> accent, it's hard to understand. And I thought, oh, maybe he watched 18 arrests. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, I said, oh yeah, I love Dieter a lot. He goes, 10 chimneys. And I'm like, 10 chimneys. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, yeah, well it turns out here, Global had, he is a trustee of 10 chimneys. Okay, uh, the, you know, and that's the kind of, folks outside of Wisconsin here that that are, you know, that really have the passion and a lot of all of that, most of it in today's world, that's all Randy. Well, let's take a quick break. And you just opened up the door talking about 
18 arrests, and I know the rest of it is a no conviction, <laughs> so we're going to stop there. That ought to keep you interested. There we go. <laughs> Witness protection program. <laughs> Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker, founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellenbecker Investment Group. My guests today are Michael Drescher, and he is going to talk about what he just said, 18 arrests, no convictions, <laughs> and Randy Bryant, who is the president and CEO of 10 Chimneys. And I have taken guests there so often. I haven't been there in a while, but I remember um, taking my mother, who huh. didn't know about it, and she was in her 80s at that point. And she was just mesmerized by this sense of history. Yeah. And for young people who have never didn't know about this to be able, you know, we go to Europe to see all these beautiful things yeah. and we've got it in our backyard. So Michael, go into this, uh, 18 arrests, no convictions. Well, first <laughs> of all, I don't have a lot of time because the witness protection program, you know, it's, a, you know it's, it's tough to be here. You have to have very good lawyers, number one. Uh, no, you know what, I, as I mentioned earlier, I, I was very fortunate in cable television, and it's interesting because I got into it because I wanted to be an actor uh, originally, and uh, ended up in Boston, uh, going to Boston College, one of my six or seven colleges, uh, <laughs> as an undergrad. People go, six colleges, you must be like a doctor. No. <laughs> I'm lucky to be a graduate. And... Uh, but while in Boston, I ended up working at the bar that became the Cheers Bar at uh, the Bull and Finch Pub at 84 Beacon. So for a guy that wants to be in the business, and then I leave, and then it becomes a TV show. You're like on the outside <laughs> looking in. Uh, but, you know, during that time, I realized that we we're very fortunate to get into the production side and not the actor side. But I always had this story inside of me because when I was younger and to this day, um, you know, there was a, a bit of an element of it, and that's kind of angels in, in, in my life. And I think we all have it, whether you are, you have a deeper relationship with it, but it's really your intuition, your gut, um, you know, the universe, source, creator, whatever, where, whatever you want to go. Um, but really, 18 Arrests, No Convictions is, is a fun show. I, I, um, I have been arrested many times. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more about... And juvenile stuff. No one got hurt except for me. Uh, uh, but it was just more about behavior. And the behavior came about because I, I, I saw these, these angels and I, they were joyous and lovely and no one wanted to buy into it. And so I became a profound stutterer and so forth. And I was cured by a nun, uh, which was a miracle in my life, changed my life dramatically at the age of 20. And uh, but so 18 arrests, no convictions. In the end, I, I, I do have one conviction, and, and, and we talk about that in the show. And uh, so, again, the evolution, I've been involved in many other things since I put up 18 arrests out in Los Angeles uh, at the Court Theater probably, God, 16 years ago. And uh, it was great. We did it for five weeks, which is a lot to show up every day somewhere for five weeks. Uh, HBO came in and shot it. They, they offered me a deal for the story, not for me. But um, uh, and it's been so interesting because since that meeting at Oppenheimer Bank, I I made sure that he called Randy uh, right <laughs> when I was there, and I had just really kind of I'd met Randy, but I had just run across he and some other friends at Sweet Diner, 
And so he calls Randy and I'm like, Randy, I didn't tell him we were like best friends or anything. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm in here shilling Randy, you know, as my buddy. And <laughs> but um, but anyway, since then, I, I was very fortunate because I got to know Randy and uh, he invited me to be a, uh, you know, a, a, a trustee out of 10 chimneys. And uh, so. Uh, part of that was they came across 18 arrests, no convictions and said, would you consider, uh, you know, putting that back out there? Because it is about that design for living and, you know, how you live your life. Right. But I think uh, uh, we'd be remiss if we don't add that everyone has a journey and everybody has a story. Right. And while it's about living your best life, there's a journey, a way to that. And it's everyone's individual. Some will be successful with it and some may not be but it's yours, and so you have to own it. Well, yeah. and I think that goes along with these um, four stages of retirement because you sort of feel that loss of routine and identity and relationships, and then you really try things, that trial and error. Yeah. And the it's a beautiful time, and you have to be resilient because everything doesn't work out. But the idea of, of still walking towards something and trying it. And yeah. Michael, that's what I've admired. You've been my dear friend for so long and I've admired you because you know, every now and then we have that opportunity to um, have friendships. And one of the things that I was told a long time ago, when I was a very young girl, that true friends, so there's a lot of friends out there that will help you when something goes wrong when there is a, they put their arm around you and they help you, but they get something from that. Mm -hmm. A true friend is someone who supports you in the good times and the bad times. Someone who when, like we just got the Better Business Bureau Award and Michael Cug and, and I'm so happy and proud of you because you've got to get over your own like, why not me? And that's the relationship, Michael, that you and I have had as true friends. True, true. <clears throat> and you know, it's interesting what you say about <clears throat> that I've been, kind of it all kind of came together with, you know, Vibrant Body Company in that, as I said, the money and all of that, but then what are you going to do? And I, you know, I've been fortunate. I, I live um, out in California as well as here, which a lot of that was just, that's where all my clients were over the years. But, um, you know, back probably got, it has to be 15 years now. Um, I had a lot of breast cancer in, in my life and I came across some so it's some information. It's always felt like a calling. And if you want to have purpose and you don't you don't get to see the outcome sometimes, you know, you just kind of work at it. And the highs and lows of a vibrant body company, which is really a uh, it, it's a healthy intimates company. Unfortunately, here in the U.S., we have uh, only barred about 50 chemicals where in Europe they've banned about 1500. And but in any event, it's it's a it's it's been you know a real battle over the years to 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 just exist and now and just in the last few years the you know it's it's really kind of taken on a life of its own because fortunately um you know the 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 zeitgeist if you will is is catching up that people are beginning to understand we went from clean water to clean food to now uh you know uh clean beauty has been so good that's our most porous organ right and we so, always say what's on you is in you. Is in you, yeah. and it absolutely is. So, <laughs> you know, but that's been, when, you know, to be involved in something. I, I've learned another thing. We don't get to see the outcome. We only get to ride the rock 70, 80, 90 years, and everybody that wants to, like, 
have greed and power. I, I don't really understand because that 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 rock outside has been here a hundred thousand years, and that rock does not give a you know what. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Michael, just I'm gonna throw in there just a little. Um, if anybody is really interested, you can go to YouTube or and TED. Michael, you right. did a TED talk two years ago right. called is, "Is Your Bra Killing You?" <laughs> is, is your bra killing you? But I'll tell you what. Here's the thing about TED. They, they didn't. Uh, TED was a little political around that. And uh, I, I, had to, I had to get some legal heat to get them to release the talk and, sh- and prove uh, Harvard Medical School, basically, that everything I said could be backed up three different ways. And, and uh, so, but it's fine. It's, uh, um, and yes, it's, it's actually called Theories on Breast Cancer, mm. TEDx. Yeah. You know, Michael, the ups and downs, and um, Randy, you too, I mean, that that drive to push through your fear is you live by what you trust, not by what you fear is kind of my saying. And wow. how did you do that? I mean, you know, you left this well, big business, y- y- you had the the loot and then you, <laughs> the up and down. The loot's going and- away. <laughs> I no, I, 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 I have a cousin. This is little cousin, Bobby. Okay. That we used to throw out of the room, you know, throwing, you know, playing Candyland, you know, when we were kids, <laughs> like Bobby, get out of here, and <laughs> and he's become a big shot on 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 Wall Street with with Merrill, and so when I got the the, the booty, I kind of gave it to him, and I, I'm calling him all the time, Bobby, I need a hundred grand, I need five, and he's like, you know, I work with high net worth people, <laughs> and, and, and finally we were at dinner one night, and he goes, Michael, just tell me, what do you really know about intimate apparel, seriously, because <laughs> you're crazy. I was like, Bobby, I know more than you do. That's all I can tell you. But, but you know, Karen, it, it's been divine. When I really look at it, and I think the universe does conspire to help you when, particularly if you are doing something that's maybe a little bit outside yourself, a little bit for the common good, if you will. And I'm not, I'm not it's just to me, I can't, I could never get away from it because to thine own self be true. And it's, it's real, it's truth, you know? And, but the right people, I could go back to what happened in, in Germany with the top, top people, meeting Oppenheimer Bank, uh, our, our current you know, CEO, Ali, from you know, Beauty Counter of all, you know, Beauty Counter's thought, the high bar, just along these 15 years, the right people showing up at the right time, way above my pay grade. And Randy, with 10 Chimneys, you're helping people to find their way as well. What has been that experience? I find that um, people, often people, are reluctant to try something new. Yeah. No, it's really been wonderful. <laughs> I, I tell you this, uh, when people take the tours at Ten Chimneys, they're, they're inspired all over again. If I told you that many people, they don't just take one tour. We have people that come every year, sometimes three and four times a year, uh, bringing people with them. And it, it is because people do want to, um, they're, they're really searching for something. They, they want something more. And oftentimes when they haven't found it, they're just um, trying to find a, a place of comfort. And Tim Chimneys provides that for many. But it's interesting because this is our 20th year of being open to the public and the 100th anniversary of the Lunts, their wedding. And so we had the opportunity to celebrate all this. So here's my quick commercial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, because we're having uh, our big gala um, at the Wisconsin Club on the 22nd of July. And so all the actors will be there, and it's going to be based on comedy. Um, the, and Ellen, I'm going to break the news on your show. This is yeah. interesting. So the master teacher this year is going to be a 
uh, nationally recognized uh, director, winning, uh, nominated for eight Tony Awards, winning four, and um, has shows on Broadway today as well as in the past. Um, has directed uh, Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway, the revival of Hello Dolly on Broadway, The Music Man, and is no other none other than Jerry Zaks. And so he's going to be the Fantastic. answer teacher. Fantastic. Yeah. Broken on your show. Fabulous. Yes. And is that open to the public? Open to the public. And how do they get tickets? And talk, you know what? Uh, we're close to the break time. Let's take our break. Okay. And when we get back, let's talk about how people can be involved in 10 Chimneys, sure. how they can go there, sure. the gala, okay. uh, volunteers, okay, whatever. Sure. What, Absolutely. Whatever. And with that, we'll be right back. Okay. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellen Becker, the founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellen Becker Investment Group. And you know, honestly, I retirement just seems so crazy to me and even just thinking about it when I do a show like this and I have so much fun it's like why would I quit 34 <laughs> years and still going <laughs> you're amazing See, we, 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 we gotta we gotta give Karen her props you're just an amazing lady like, folks out there that listen to Karen and she's always giving 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 including right now Karen is one of the most remarkable people I've ever met I mean her her mind she has the mind she's like a 23 year old in, in graduate school at Harvard with a lot of money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and and she, and she does things with that money. She's constantly out there. What she's done worldwide, what she's done for, for villages in Africa, what she's done uh, for her own people and her clients, she cares so much about the family and, and where that goes and what you do. And I know generationally there was a, a lot of big issues. So just and way beyond. Karen, you're Michael, amazing. Oh, you. and Pillows with Wings. And this whole food in, in schools right now, it goes on and on. Folks, connect, nourish, and grow. Connect, nourish, and grow. But, you know, anyway. but that, that is, uh, it's interesting just listening to all the things you do because with life, it's not one-dimensional. It's yeah. multidimensional. Right. If you're really going to have a wonderful retirement, you have to be multidimensional, being able to do many different things. And, and, and finding what you really enjoy. Yes. And one of the things that we have at 10 Chimneys is that the volunteers, there's absolutely no way we could do what we do at 10 Chimneys without the 200 volunteers that we have. And they're from all walks of life. Um, it's just amazing when you find out what some of the volunteers have done in their previous life. Wow. Um, and, um, uh, but, but the one thing they love is telling stories and having the opportunity in order to share with other people. Um, and I mentioned earlier about Ten Chimneys being about escapism, and truly people come to escape, but you gotta have people that can really share a good story, or those preservationists that are really take pride in preserving the estate, shining the silver, cleaning the crystal. You know, um, when we pre just preparing to, to open, we open Mother's Day, and just that preparation but I told you the hundreds of hours that it takes just to get the place ready um, to open. And when I look at when we open to the public for the first time on um, May 22nd of 2003, the, uh, we had just spent $12.6 million in restoring the place. Everything is exactly how the Lunts left us. So when you go there, you will see their underwear, their toothbrush, <laughs> mouthwash, Everything as, as if they just walked out and went to the store. Wow. And that's unusual for many house museums. Many of them are interpreted, but this is exactly how they, uh, how they left it. 
Um, so, but along with that, we have their programs. And the programs are reflective of their life. So for example, we have the, um, the art of floral design. We have uh, the fashion shows, you know, because Lynn was a, um, uh, was a fashion plate. Um, we have um, you know, the harvest dinners. Um, all those take place. Oh, and one that has really taken on uh, great acclaim is bringing in the sommelier from the French Laundry, oh. and then he paired, and he was also the the um, uh, chef there, but he does a pairing, um, and we've had uh, Heinz Cellar wines over there. It was just really amazing dinner prepared by him, and then talking about all the different wines. Um, so, like I said, the, the programs are all about the art of living, and then about theater and about the estate itself. How do people connect up with you and get a notification that these dinners are coming up. Uh, I have yeah, never order, like, been volunteer. on that list. I, I think I'm thinking of all the ones, Michael, I want to go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of fun. and Everything's done at a high level, so it's really because it's not something that's just put together, but it's really something that you're going to be able to really appreciate and that you have long memories for. Um, even when you go to Ten Chimneys, and we have uh, the Fontan Theater there, what you're able to go through and experience it. So it's, it's a mock theater, so you can put your face in to um, uh, cutouts that were of the lunts. Um, but it's really like really just being able to take on even that identity. But to get tickets, just basically just call into 10 Chimneys, uh, 262-968-4161. Um, for any of the programs that we have, uh, you can get on our mailing list. Uh, we're going to be sending many things out. So just About the mic show. Yes, about the <laughs> mic show, exactly. And that's coming up. It, actually, tickets go on sale today Ooh. for the mic show. Uh, if you call the Marcus Center, uh, their box office, you can buy your tickets there. Ticketmaster. And where is yeah. it being held? It's at Ten Chimneys. No, no. the mic show is going to be at the Todd Ware Center. Okay. Yes, at the Marcus Center. Okay. Yeah. And downtown Milwaukee. Um, but um, ticket Ticketmaster? Yeah, uh, Ticketmaster. Ticket right, right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. And yep. tickets start at um, their, their modesty price is uh, $43.50 on up. Sounds wonderful. Well, let's take a quick break, and why don't we come back and talk about the Mike show, and with that, we'll be right back. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker, founder and senior wealth advisor, and today is just such a fun show talking about something that – I think is not only a treasure for us here in Wisconsin and in Genesee, but one of the things I loved about it was uh, it truly is, they, they were a love story. Truly. And their friends, they had really great friends and that was their home and they entertained in such a way that we don't see that anymore. And when you go there, I mean, I know that I, in my basement, I've got a whole big box of silver that I don't want to polish, you know. <laughs> and that was the way they lived. Yeah. And I know my daughter, when we were talking about estate planning, and she said, Mom, I don't want anything if it doesn't go in a dishwasher or a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different time. It's a different time, yes. But it's one that one can appreciate. And the one, the one area that we find so special on August 5th of uh, this year, we will open the estate to the public. Um, you can swim in the lunch pool. You can, you can picnic on the estate. You can go in and out the houses at your will. Uh, it's a $50 charge, but it is rare 
unparalleled access. And that's something that uh, the Lunt would pride because they would not want everyone to be able to experience this. They want you to feel like you've gotten something very special. And that's what you have on August 5th. And it's called All Access Day. And so the public is open. It's open to the public. We encourage them to come, bring your, your bathing suits. Um, we have many people that want to swim, a la Noel Coward. And, you know, Noel Coward <laughs> had the habit of uh, running through the house and jumping the pool <laughs> naked. So um, we don't encourage Nothing that. Nothing wrong with that, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always the wrong people that right. take well, off. It's right. the wrong it's people, the you wrong know. People. But, but we want you to be free, okay? You know, <laughs> yes. No, but, but uh, again, to um, there are many places where you can come and enjoy yourself at 10 Chimneys. And I would say go to our website, uh, org, all spelled out, or call 10 Chimneys, 262-968-4161. So, Mike, why – tell us a little bit more about the Mike Show. The and, Mike Show. And you always had that passion inside of you. And one of the things that I have such a – an opportunity to talk to so many people that are retiring. Do you know there's 10,000 people for the next 10 years retiring a day? Mm -hmm. A day. Wow. Our baby booming generation. Sure. And so I'm talking to clients all the time about retirement. And so often they'll say, I don't have a hobby. I spent all my time working. And I'll ask a few questions. And, and you can sort of find nuggets within mm -hmm. people that they've experienced that they could really look at and and maybe find something that is really interesting to them. How did you keep reinventing yourself? And Because that's really what that whole last phase is about in right, retirement right. Is, is reinventing. And if you don't reinvent yourself, you end up falling back into that stage too where you're just like, isn't there something more? Is there something more that I can do? I know that I've got more to give. I just don't know what to do with it. Right. You know, I think it starts with some level of curiosity, you know, always having that. Uh, it's funny, in my life, my, my, my mother lived to be almost 100. I have a cousin right now who's almost 100. They both read. My mother read all the time. You know, it's just like that, that active mind of card players. And I think laughing is so important. Uh, yeah, when the old time comics before all the young ones, you know, died of drug overdoses, but the <laughs> old time comics all live. George Burns, you know, Bob Hope, all the, you know, uh, well, the guys are still around today. That uh, 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 quite a few of them. I, I mean, you know, Dick Van Dyke has got to be a hundred years old. There's, I, I think, you, you laugh and and be curious and keep that mind going. And I've been very fortunate because I've just been exposed to a lot of different things and. You know, um, when Randy approached me about doing uh, 18 arrests, but kind of a, a, another, you know, version of it, and we call it the, the Mike Show, which is what my father always called me, uh, the, the, uh, the side of me he didn't really much care for uh, was, <laughs> was the Mike Show. But, um, you know, and, and that, honestly, it's been, that's been another layer. It's been something that I, uh, let's face it, I wanted to be an actor when I was young, and I've been around it. And I like to, to get up and tell stories and make it inclusive. It's not just a me, me, me show. It's really kind of fun, but it also kind of, I think, points to the bigger picture that we're all in. And particularly, I think, as we get a bit older and we begin to understand, like, you know, um, 
you know, we're, I'm 68, so it's like, hey, uh, I plan to be around another 30 years, but even that, you know, you're, you're at that place where you kind of go, what, what, what is this really all about here, you know? Because you're, you're chasing the rabbit for so long and you have responsibilities, you have family and you have all these things. But curiosity, I think, and not taking yourself seriously and not getting upset if you, there is no such thing as failure. You, you have to kind of put your arms around that that again, we don't get to see the big picture. You know, that, that big picture goes on and on. So uh, curiosity and humor, I think, is, is, is the key. But I think that early on in life, it's all about the training that you receive. You know, your journey is your training. And I look back at Motorola. I was president of uh, Motorola's operation in Brazil. I took over Europe, Middle East, and Africa for equity investments. And, but... I feel that at 10 Chimneys, I'm living out my passions out loud and all the things I love to do. And I'm able to take that experience and apply it to this nonprofit. And so we're in the black, and we've continued to be in black since I've been there. Um, but it's just one of those things like you gotta find your purpose. Yes, you yes. gotta find your passion. And when you find people that are not passionate about anything, run the other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's so true, and one of the things that I often think to myself, why would I retire? I'm, I'm really at the best that I've ever been. I know more. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've right. got almost 40 years of experience in this industry. Why would I retire now? But when I was to do my TED Talk right. that I did on positive disruption, it really forced me to stop and to look at my past and to realize the tapestry that I had in life of all the, with Motorola, the people you worked with in different countries. If you can really appreciate all that you are and bring that forward into some way of of helping others and so teaching true. or whatever it is. I mean, we are these amazing people who have, I'm gonna be 74. I mean, there's a lot no of- No way. You know, I say to myself, I'm so seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> But there's so much of all of this. And sometimes people don't really look back. And I wouldn't have done it if I hadn't been doing the TED Talk and had to kind of pull together all this stuff. And I was like, whoa. I mean, I was an x-ray technician and did very anonymous. I could tell you how that fit into my future, <laughs> my career. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, all of that stuff, there's, there's so many things that people don't stop and pause long enough to realize that they have within themselves. Yeah. That is so well said. It, Truly. It, it's, it is. Uh, and, and it's just amazing. And I don't think we look back enough to really understand that. But you got to also smell the roses as you're going along. A lot of times people aim for something very high, mm-hmm. and they focus only on that, not taking advantage of the successes along the way, not recognizing those successes along the way. Right. And uh, it's, it's, it's so important to be able to have a full life, to be able to recognize those areas that you're really being fulfilled. There's another um, TED Talk, Mike, that I shared with you, and it was um, Waldinger, and it was um, the study they did on happiness. Mm. And it was done in the 1940s, and they took X amount of kids from the bread line and X amount of kids from Harvard and Yale and that. And all they did was study them for like 50 years. And what it turned out to be is that the happiest people in the world were people who they knew they had someone in their life 
that had their back. It didn't necessarily have to be a wife. It didn't necessarily, it could be a friend. It could be a relative. Mm -hmm. But the people that really created those relationships, they were the healthiest. They could deal with illness a lot differently. Um, And I think that that's a big piece too, Mm -hmm. is even the relationships that we have right here, the three of us, having people and recreating, so many people only have friendships at work or they had a spouse and their whole life was centered around that and that spouse passes away and they're like a turtle in their back. Mm. And it's a great study. You should go to TED Talk and watch it. But it talks about the importance of relationships. Yeah, it's important. Very yeah. important. Yeah. The right relationships. Yes. That right. Everyone deserves a front row seat in your parade. So. Yes. That's, that's so yes. well said. And it's so true. You, you, um, you know, loneliness kills. And it's mm-hmm. funny. I, I just moved in California, and I'm, a, I'm in, like, this little compound now. And, and I've downsized quite a bit, and I absolutely love it because there's people around. I mean, we're almost like a little commune. But <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lady next door that, that, that saves donkeys. I didn't know they were in trouble. But, <laughs> but, uh, and then another lady that she has a, a, a peacock sanctuary. I spent half. But it's just it's life around. You need to be engaged in life. And that, that giving piece. And not to be altruistic, we all give, we all, but when you can do and, and come from the heart, like you say, um, it doesn't have to be something that you take a lot of credit for, but just, I think that's what really makes people happy, when, when, when they can be of purpose, when they can be useful. You know, I, I just got to throw this in real quick. Um, one of the things I love about 10 Chimneys is the conversations at 10 Chimneys, where they bring in someone that's iconic we have the conversation so the audience is able to ask questions of them and it's so wonderful we had Laura Linney um, out and she was just amazing so personal and so but yet you see all the things you've done and um, you know it's, it's just being able to look at your life look at their life see the similarities that are there but also see what helped to make them who they are it's important it's so rare that you have an opportunity to speak to someone who is an actor or even like the Milwaukee film right now, they mm-hmm. have the talkbacks after the films. That That is really amazing. And I, I just want to shout out that Milwaukee's an amazing city. Oh, we have a lot incredible. of stuff lot. going on. A lot. A lot of really good things that people can get involved in. And Milwaukee's become a great place for filmmakers. And what does it look like for Milwaukee with actors? I mean, do we have actors? Uh, that I mean, how does that look in the schools? How do you network with them? Yeah, so um, there are a lot of great actors here in Milwaukee. Um, and so um, I, I love what Steve McKinley Henderson said. You know, you have Broadway and you have um, Hollywood. He says, but the American theater is right here. And so it's within the regional theaters, and Milwaukee has a, um, a great, not only Milwaukee, but the the whole southeastern Wisconsin. It's just really great theater, great actors that are here. Uh, many, you know, throughout history, many great actors have come from this region, and um, um, we, we don't think about it, but yes, they have. They're from here. So, Michael, what do you hope for the show? What do you hope that it does? The Mikey Show. The Mike Show. The Mikey Show. Because <laughs> I call you yeah. Mikey. It's the Mike Show. Eighteen arrests, no convictions. You know what? I I would just love it if uh, 
if people came and uh, we have 500 seats, so tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, what? What I'd like from it, I, I think there's enough there to maybe come away with. I think you come away with maybe perspective. Not everyone's kind of lived as, I guess, uh, uh, fast and loose as I have. And I don't know that that's always served me. Um, but I've been able to kind of, you know, live to fight another day. But I, I think it's really perspective and uh, and fun. It's 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 funny. Um, you should we should all have a few laughs. We should all have a few tears. Uh, I had a remarkable mother who she and I had a spiritual war for, God, well every year of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Peggy, Peggy didn't uh, didn't suffer fools. And uh, uh, you know it's I I think there's 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 a lot to come away with. And frankly. What I hope that come out of it, I'd, I'd, I'd like to continue to do it. I, I'd like to do some version of this. I feel very at home um, with that. And it's, it means as much to me with the angels. I get people writing me coming up when I was doing it in L.A. And, and um, you know, everyone has these experiences. And I think that's a real, that, that's our inner. That's that red light, green light inside, that intuition, that gut. And I think if we all, you know, got a little more conscious of it, um, that that uh, it, it would serve all of us uh, better. And the word is pause. Pause. Yeah. pause. And you know, the other thing, though, Mike, that you could take away from, at least I did, is that um, many parents would, or even many people, would look at some of the things that you were involved in and could write you off for that one mm -hmm. incident. Right. But you have proven that life is not over and that you continue on and you can be successful just because you have one bad incident or two or, or yeah. two <laughs> <laughs> or 18 yeah. right right or or if your yeah. parents are wondering what can what am I going to do with this kid well that's it that, it actually gives a lot of parents hope yeah. uh, because their kids they they think and I said they're just a dumb criminal I was a dumb criminal but <laughs> again folks it was nothing criminal I wasn't like robbing people or anything it's just uh, the, the wonderful thing and we've got to wrap up but the wonderful thing Mike and I think that people can take away from this is the freedom that you get from the transparency of being who you are sure and being able to put it out there sure thank and you i love that thank you thank you, you for yeah. that and we got to end we got to end and i hope that you'll come back and talk again about Absolutely. 10 chimneys and uh, really quickly give your information before i close out uh 10 chimneys um www.tenchimneys.org <laughs> Um, 262-968-4161 for tickets or at the Mike show go to uh, the Todd Ware Center or the Marcus Center and uh, Ticketmaster uh, to get your tickets there. For June 9th, Friday, June 9th, one show only. Okay, and don't forget that you can go um, to ellenbecker.com and you can go scroll down to Money Sense and you can share this show with all of your friends. And we certainly hope that you do. And as always, I hope that I've made a difference in your personal and financial well-being. Remember, before we plan, before we advise, before we invest, we always listen. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.